1: Get ready to receive all that we have for you today on Empower to Empower Others. Well, hello, 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 listening audience. Thank you so much for being with us for another segment of Empower to Empower Others. I am so grateful, always so very grateful. Thank you to those who have called in to the show and to those who are in the chat room. If at any time you have a question or a comment you'd like to join in, certainly let me know, and I'll be happy to do it. I want to say to those who have been sending in prayer requests, know that we are praying for you. The Word of God lets us know the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. And by the testimonies that we've been receiving from those that we've been praying for, we say, God, thank you. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for the lives that are being changed. I know that if you have a prayer request, we will not hesitate to pray for you, to intercede on your behalf. And it's important. It's important knowing who you have in your corner to pray for you. It's important knowing what table you're setting at and who's feeding you. This past weekend, I had the pleasure of having my grandson, my youngest grandson, join me for our spiritual breakfast segment on YouTube and Facebook Live. And his idea was to talk about chicken nuggets. And so we sort of brought it together talking about how it is we are picky about what we eat. But tonight I want to pose the question to you all who are leaders in any capacity of fivefold, in any office in the church. For you as leaders, I'm asking you, what are you feeding them? What are you feeding them? And somebody might say, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Lord, what what is she getting ready to do? Well, it's not me. I promise you it's not me. I have nothing for you, but I'm going to give you what Holy Spirit dropped in my spirit in a moment about what to share. What? Are you feeding them? We say, God bless you to Minister Bobby. God bless you to Prophet Kendall. God bless you to Pastor Linda, who are on the phone line. If at any time you have a question or a comment, please press one and I will bring you live. I'm going to be going to the Word of God found in Proverbs chapter 10, reading verses 20 through 22 from the King James Version. Again, that's Proverbs chapter 10 starting at verse 20 through verse 22. It reads this way. The tongue of the just is as choice silver, the heart of the wicked little words. The lips of the righteous feed many, but fools die for want of wisdom. The blessings of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. I'm going to pull a little bit from verse 21 that says, The lips of the righteous feed many, but fools die for want of wisdom. Now, when I look at the commentary uh, for these passages of Scripture, (laughs) verse 21 says, The wrong nourishment. Fools cannot even keep themselves alive. What? I'm going to read that to you again. The commentary states that the righteous produce life-giving nourishment while fools cannot even keep themselves alive. Now, I'm saying to you, what are you feeding them? I guess to have to piggyback off of that, you'll know what you're feeding them based on the life that you're living. Amen? Can we say amen to that? based on how you are living, will really determine what you are feeding them. And them could be your family. Them could be your friends. Them could be your coworkers. Them could be the parishioners sitting in the pew. Them could be whoever you're encountering. What are you feeding them? Are you giving them life, giving nourishment, or are you giving them stuff that's going to cause them to perish? What? So what does it mean? What does it mean to live a righteous life? What does it mean to live righteous? I always go, I, 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 one of my favorite scriptures in Matthew 633 that always says, seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. I understood when I finally got that kingdom message in me, that kingdom scripture in me, and it began to, changed how I lived my life. It changed how I engaged with people. It changed the way I thought. It changed the way that I spoke. Because when I understood that righteous living is living right, living right before God and God's people, not just right when the light shines on you, but right, period. And for some that are leaders, yeah, I can say it because this is my radio show. Uh-huh, that's, I can. Uh-huh. Some of them live a certain kind of way in front of folks, but when they get behind the doors and do other things, they live a different kind of way. I, I know I'm talking right. I know I'm talking right. They have a form of godliness, but they don't have power. So you wonder, Um, like Carter was saying, you know, he had a favorite chicken nugget and he had a favorite French fry. Some, and we talked about how some people are sitting in the place. And and they're just eating junk food. They've been going to convenience stores. They've been going to the convenient church. And that leader has been feeding them the junk food because they aren't living righteous. And and that word said, fools die for want of wisdom. How many of you know that there are people screaming for truth, screaming for wisdom? Because the word of God lets us know that if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask. Ask, but We're going to convenience stores, and we're asking for junk food, and leaders are giving them junk food, God Almighty, and the people are perishing. They're not gaining the life-giving nourishment that they need in order to live life according to God's plan. Righteousness is the perfect holiness of Christ. It's an essential attribute to the character of God. God is right, always, never changes. And as we, we being the believers of God, depending on God, should be desiring to live a righteous life. When we look at the scriptures, I love the word, y'all. I love the word. I love the word. Y'all hear me? I love the word. I love the word. Proverbs 12:28 says the way in the way of righteousness is life and in the pathway thereof there is no death. That is the King James version. In the way of righteousness is life and in the pathway thereof there is no death. The New Living Translation says the way of the godly leads to life that path does not lead to death are y'all under, are y'all hearing me are y'all hearing what the word is saying because this is not me are you hearing what the word is saying leaders i'm sharing with you that in order for us to be effective in the kingdom in this hour we have to live a righteous life now am i saying we're gonna never make a mistake no i'm not saying that we are human we will err but we should be diligent to do the will of the Father. Because somebody's listening to us. Somebody's watching us. And they are making decisions based on what they see in us as leaders in God's church. What? What'd you say? Valerie, I don't have nothing to do with, you know, I got issues. I got problems. And you know, if somebody watching me and they're gonna change what they're doing because of what they see me do, shame on them. Really, really, shame on them. Who are you? Who are you? If you are declaring that you are God's called, that you are God's chosen, that you are God's anointed, I got leaders on this on the phone lines right now. Every one of you is a leader. People are watching, and they're listening. They're inclining their ears to hear what the Spirit of God is saying through you. What are you feeding them? And, again, the answer is based on how you're living. I need you all to press one. Come on in this conversation because some of you all going, good, Lord, good, Lord, good, Lord. Come on in. Just come on and Press one and come on in the conversation. We have to know that God wants us. To be living epistles being read of men. He does. He wants us to live a life that's pleasing. He wants us to be able to live in such a way that when people see us, someone might cry out, What must I do to be saved? Someone might see you and say, I remember when life for them was a different way, but now I see. I see them differently. And I know. Because of their testimony, it's because of what God has done and what God is doing that they're not the same person. What are you feeding them? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Y'all yes. the word again. It says the lips of the righteous feed many. Proverbs ten twenty one. The lips of the righteous feed many, but fools die for want of wisdom. How many I talk about me? There was a point in time in my life that I wasn't so wise i wasn't i, I was a fool i can I can admit that because I didn't want correction mhm I didn't want to be accountable Mm-mm. i i I wanted to live my life the Burger King way, and I was one of those that didn't care how you saw me, what you thought of me. I had on, I even had on a t-shirt the other day, and I meant this in a godly way. Your opinion of me at this stage in my life, it doesn't matter because, listen, I know who I am according to God's will, plan, and purpose for my life. You can't speak ill of me anymore, and I accept it. You can't deter me anymore, and I'm going to take that path. My life. My, my mind is rooted and grounded in the things of God. I'm going to be like a tree that's planted by the river of waters. I will not be moved. So if one comes to me and they're seeking, they want wisdom, they want knowledge, they want understanding, guess what? From a vessel that I consecrate to God, to a vessel, that I say, Lord, have your way in me. God, reveal anything in me that's not like you so that I can feed them according to what your word says. I can give them wisdom. I can give them knowledge. I can give them understanding. I can aid them in becoming according to your will, your plan, and your purpose. God, I say thank you. God bless you.
0: Minister Bobby, God bless you. <laughs> um, you know, as you were speaking, and I, I had an incident this morning. Um, I was sharing with a um, young lady about being in prayer. She wants to be um, a missionary or evangelist, right? Mm-hmm. So, and I was telling her you, you, because she was on, on 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 to read the scripture. And so I asked her, did she make it on time for prayer? And she said no. And I was just encouraging her, you know, that being a minister or a leader, that's part of our life at home, at church, you know. And that, uh-huh. you know, the time frame that was given, um, that was already put in place. And I can tell if, you know, not to be able to, you know, be on time, that I just, you know, won't put you on the schedule. I was not ugly, you know. um, and she said, that's fine. That's fine. You know, and I would just tell her, you know, prayer is essential. And so mm-hmm. she, she was offended. And I said, I, I pray that I didn't offend you. And she said, oh, I'm used to it. Um, oh, but I was just encouraging her, you know, if this is the the place that you want to be, the mm-hmm. position you think God has called you to. This is part of it, you know. I, but she was offended by me encouraging her to come to prayer. You know, before she get up behind the podium, before she get up to, and that's it, you know, but she was offended, offended by what I was sharing with her. And I oh, wow. got in my mind, I thought about it, I was like, I might need to go tell the pastor because I'm not trying to offend anybody. And then I thought to myself, I did not say anything wrong, and she's not going to make me second guess what I, you know, share with her because prayer is uh-huh. essential. And if you want to be in a leader position this is part of it you cannot skip this and go there you you come rushing in you know so she was offended by me encouraging her to come to prayer and she's yeah just giving us as you stated you have you have to be
1: willing and see I was one of those and when you said you know when she said I'm used to it that sounded like something that I would have responded to to somebody some years ago uh, because I was very curt because I had been hurt And so I was always getting used to being – I was used to being bashed and and let down and talked down to and put – I was so used to it that I didn't expect anything else. And so whenever it came to me, I always took offense because I wasn't in a space and place – I wasn't healed enough to hear that God was actually trying to help me navigate the path of being where he wanted me to be. So what you said, her was true. Now you pray, God – do something with her heart so that she's not taking offense to everything that she hears because again it would be anybody that would offer her truth and she would be reluctant to hear it because she's hurting and where did that came come from that came from somebody else feeding her something that she maybe shouldn't have eaten
0: maybe mm-hmm. she was too
1: fat maybe she too fat off of convenience food and not getting the truth of the word from righteous from righteous lips that will help her turn from the way that she's doing things, the way that she's thinking things, to what things before is God's timing for her, she needed to hear that word. Who the Bible defines righteousness as something that we should pursue, y'all. Would you agree? It's something that we should pursue. And Second Timothy two. 22 reads this way. Flee the evil desires of youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Call on the Lord out of a pure heart. When Again, what are you feeding them? The truth is in the condition of your heart. As you're living a righteous life, then your heart would be pure. Then you would not be one to take offense so quickly when you hear something contrary to what you want to hear. You're going to live a life that's pleasing unto God. Like I said in the beginning, you're going to please God when the light's on and you're going to please God when the light's off. You're going to please God when everybody sees you and you're going to please God when nobody sees you. You're going to tell the truth if it hurt but you're going to do what's right and what's just before the Lord because there are people that are waiting to hear truth. There are people that are seeking wisdom, people that want answers, and those answers are within you. Yes, they're in you, Deacon Angela. Yes, they're in you, Pastor Linda. Yes, they're in you, Prophet Kendall. Yes, they're in you, Minister Bobby. Yes, they're in you. To those in the chat room, it's in you. If you have a relationship with Christ, a born-again believer, and you've made him Lord and Savior over your life, then that relationship has guaranteed you the gift of the Holy Spirit that needs to be activated in you so that you're able to live a life righteously and feed the people what they need in order to have a life. I go back to that commentary. The righteous produce life-giving nourishment, life-giving nourishment. I think back to Little Shop of Horrors, um, a crazy movie some many years ago, and the thing used to say, feed me, Seymour. more, feed me, feed me, feed me. That's what the people are crying out now. People are out here lost, and they're saying, somebody feed me truth. Somebody give me wisdom. Somebody help me with the answers. Someone show me the way." God is saying to each of us right now, I need you to consider how you're living. I need you to be seeking to live a righteous life, doing the right thing. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, y'all. This I, I walked in, I sat down, I texted a couple people. Holy Spirit said this right here, this is here, this is it right here. This is him, y'all. God made him who had no sin be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Y'all, that's found in 2 Corinthians 521. I'm going to read it to you again. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Jesus did the redemptive work on Calvary's cross for each one of us so that we can live righteously, so that we are then equipped to feed the people what they need in this hour. We don't have the luxury of saying, well, you know, I would do it, but um, I didn't know um, what, what I needed to say, or I did, then, okay, then what do, you, what do we need to do here? Because, for everybody I know, even my, grand, my baby grandson was talking about the kind of cell phone he wanted, and he wanted a certain Apple I something. And I was like, Lord, have mercy, this South seven, And he, he got access to Internet and all this. If you can Google what's happening in March Madness to know what team won, then certainly you can Google something to find out what team Jesus is doing to help those who are lost to be found. To hope those that are blind can now see, to open deaf ears so that they can hear. Those that are sick be healed. Come on. You can get insight and instruction on anything. Don't use Wikipedia. Don't use that. That's not a trusted source. But there's a whole lot of sources out there that can give you answers. So when you want to come up with excuses about why, Jesus didn't give that. He was like, Lord, okay. I'm the sacrifice. God made him who had no sin be sin for us, y'all, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Are you, are you, are you living that, the righteousness of God? Are you taking to heart the redemptive work that Jesus did on Calvary's cross? Are you being accountable to that, knowing? That as we are the righteousness of God, that he's blessing us. He's adding things to us that we don't even have to ask for. Because we're seeking the kingdom. We're seeking to do the will of the Father. We're seeking to feed the multitudes. Oh, We've read it. We've read it. We've heard it. The harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. They may be few, but for everybody that's listening to me now and those who will listen to me later, if you are a laborer or co-laborer in the kingdom of God in this hour, there is work to do. There are people that are waiting. But God says, I need you to serve them with clean hands and a clean heart. I need you to serve them living a right life. Because this commentary said, fools cannot even keep themselves alive. Some of you have been living foolishly, thinking that you can dip and dive and hide and do all of that. Let that cease. It's time for change. It's time for change. My brothers and sisters, it's time for change. It's time that we be the tongue of the just. Verse 20 said, the tongue of the just is as choice silver. The heart of the wicked is little worse. Holy Spirit is saying, leaders, have the tongue of the just, not the heart of the wicked. Have the lips of the righteous that feed many. That feed many. But fools die who want for wisdom. Let us be able to give them what they need. Because it tells us then that the blessings of the Lord make it rich and addeth no sorrow. But for the fool, if wealth is gained apart from the knowledge, commentary, apart from the knowledge of God's blessings, often all kinds of sorrow accompany it. Greed, legal troubles, fear of loss, temptation, and pride. These things will happen. When we're not living righteously and we're desiring to feed the flock, to feed the people, to feed those that are assigned to us. It's my prayer. It's my prayer. For those of you who have an ear to eat, hear what the Spirit of God is saying. And you might say, well, God, you know, I think I'm good. And okay, that's good. Because, you know, I'm listening to this, and I'm like, Lord, okay, if you gave me this Holy Spirit, then I'm going to check me and find out what what it is in me that may be off. Check me. Show me. Because I have many to feed, and I want to feed them truth. I want to give them wisdom. I want to give to them according to what you give to me, Holy Spirit. I want to do it your way. I want to give them life-giving nourishment as you're feeding me, as you're empowering me daily to do the work that you've called me to do. Father, show me. Holy Spirit, show me where there might be a breach. Show me where there might be a leak. Show me where there's a crack. Show me where there's a a toe open. Show me. Show me me. That I can repent. That I could ask for forgiveness. That you could forgive me. Wash me clean. Wash me over again, over again. So I can then go forth and feed your people. What are we feeding? What are you feeding them? Are you feeding them life-giving nourishment? Or are you giving them convenience food such that they can't even keep themselves alive, and you can't keep yourself alive either. We got work to do. Family, we have work to do. I pray that this message has been a blessing to you. I feel excited in my spirit that the Lord would speak this to us tonight to remind us that he needs from us righteous living. No more excuses but being diligent to live right before Him. And the people, they're watching, they're waiting, they're listening. They're hungry for truth. And it is my prayer, my brothers and sisters, that you're ready. You're ready to give them what they need, to empower them with the truth of God's word, as led by the spirit of God, so that we can all grow. We can grow in power. We can grow in grace. We can grow in love. Together being everything that God intended from the foundation of the world. I pray love and blessings to each one of you. If this has been a blessing to you, please share it out. Let some other people listen. And then join us again. We'll be back here again next week for another segment of Empower to Empower Others. I say love and blessings to each one of you. Have a good night.